Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. I'm Chris Danielson, along with my best friend and bride, Emily, where we laugh louder, dig deeper, live larger. It's Friday, and that means it's time to <laughs> dig a little deeper. You're already getting loosey-goosey for the weekend. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> Friday night's potty night. <laughs> Where's that from? That's I remember that my whole life. I don't even want to know, Well, honestly. you've got a twinkle in your eye over there. You're all hopped up on Tozer. <laughs> Been reading Tozer for the last hour, and she's like, "I want to be the devotionator. Let me do devotions." Let okay. A W has made an appearance. Emily's got Once the again. Tozer book in front of her. What's happening, guest devotionator Emily, on this Friday? Well, I've been reading Tozer, and so <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. So la ti da. Here's the thing. You go back to these men and women of the past. And I love reading their work because you see, you can look at their life from beginning to end and you know they've withstood the test of time. You know what I mean? They, they, they fought the good fight. They finished the race. And so we know what's solid there. Mm-hmm. And so Tozer is another one of those people. He, was, he gave a message about Christianity and what Christianity is. And it really hit me very differently than than what I thought of Christianity before. And the title of, of it is Christianity is what Christ says it is, mm. which was like, oh, yeah. Because you, you talk, you go around, you ask people, what is Christianity? What is, they'll give you a myriad of different answers. Depending on their perspective. But the true answer comes from Christ himself. When we're in the Middle East, what's amazing is when you are, like, say, in Jerusalem and you talk about being a Christian, they identify, many people identify that as the Catholic Church, right. as the Pope. Right. And, you know, evangelical Christianity is often identified wrongly as well in different yeah. circles. But Christ is the one who should identify. Going it. back to God's word, you always have to do that. And turning to Colossians 3 2, it says, this is one of the verses he touched on it said set your affection on things above not on things on earth and he went on to speak and it was just a complete paradigm paradigm shift for me because Mm -hmm. we hear a lot of people talking about you know heaven and jesus Mm -hmm. and what's coming in the future and we have a tendency to say yeah but i get this problem right here right now and this person's really bugging me and this relationship's struggling and i got this financial issue you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and we're so focused on the physical right now um, that it, it smacks of Adam and Eve when 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 Satan was tempting them with with the apple and saying, "But look at this! Look at the apple! Look at how it's good to eat! Look how it's mm-hmm. beautiful! Look, 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 look!" And and then the lie: Hath God really said? Did yeah. God really say? Are you sure that that's what God said? Because they're so focused on the physical mm-hmm. and the here and the now and what's visually in front of them. And it, this was such a great reminder to get your mind toward heavenly things. And I know that that. That irritates some people too. Mm-hmm. I know people tend to, especially non-believers, when you're talking about the world to come and you're talking about the kingdom of God, they think you're in la la land. You know, like this is just all make believe and what are you talking about? But Tozer brings us back to reality of the importance of that. And it's really, really interesting. He sums up Christianity by saying this. He says, Christianity, which is faith in Christ, trust in his promises and obedience to his commandments, rests down squarely upon the person of Christ, what he is, what he did 
what he is doing, these provide a full guarantee that the Christian's hopes are valid. Yeah. So it's precisely our hope of the things to come, our hope in the kingdom of God, our hope in his promises fulfilled. He says that's even where the power of Christianity is, is our is our otherworldly hope. Mm-hmm. And so it's it while some people might accuse you of living in la la land you got to realize that's where your power is by setting your sights up there setting your sights off into the future and what god has said well when people uh meet jesus christ and he impacts their life and he 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 changes their heart and he takes a dead person and makes them alive that's that's the one thing i've been preaching for the last 15 years is that god does not come through the form of jesus christ and the holy spirit to make bad people good right he comes to make dead people live and once you are alive in christ you know what you know because you know it and sometimes it's hard to explain and i go back to john chapter 9 where the blind man is you know finally you know who sinned you or your mom how did this all go down you know finally he's exasperated he says look dudes (laughs) i don't know (laughs) once i was blind now i'm not but then you trust god at his word going forward i think of Alistair Begg and he has this video that's been out for a couple years now and you just were playing it the other day where you know the thief on the cross it's like well what doctrine did you believe how why are you here how are you in heaven you know did did you were you baptized did you take communion the correct way you know did you and he's like I don't know but the guy in the middle said I could come (laughs) you know so Jesus said I could come Jesus is everything all I need and you know right along that same vein Tozer reminds us look even now right now jesus does not stand in front of a tribunal of men Mm -hmm. okay but every person you come in contact with will eventually stand before jesus Mm -hmm. so keep that in mind and every knee will bend and every knee every every tongue will confess and i think about that when i see uh and my heart breaks for them the lost who are so uh an affront to the Lord God Almighty. It just, it's really heartbreaking. But anywho, back to the devotionator. What do you got? Uh, well, turning back to God's word and, you know, how Tozer was talking about, it's all about what he's done and what he is doing. And uh, he goes on to explain how just preaching the mere fact that Jesus rose again mm-hmm. almost sounds like white noise to us sometimes. You know? It does. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Jesus I know died that. for my sins. I right. know. However, when you think about it, and you, and you have to ponder this same one fact over and over and over again to continually pull the fullness of what happened in that moment out of it. Mm -hmm. So you can't exhaust it. You know what I mean? Keep dwelling on it. Keep looking at it. Keep uh, pressing toward it. He says that one act that he rose from the dead confirms three things. One, the world is condemned. Mm -hmm. We are standing and walking in an already condemned world. Yeah. We know that. Number two, it confirms that the human spirit persists beyond the grave. There's no question about that. Is there an afterlife? The fact that Christ rose from the dead, absolutely. Knocks There's an down, after- right? Exactly. And thirdly, uh, there is indeed a world to come because that is largely what Jesus was talking about when he was walking the earth, he was talking about the kingdom 
that is to come. And so we have to have our mindset on that. And you go back to that parable, how there are going to be those people that receive the gospel eagerly, but the trials and the tribulations of the world the physical things that they are looking at and having to deal with. Choke it out. They choke it out. So set your mind above on heavenly things. Set your affections on things above, Colossians says, and not on the things of this earth. That other world, start building your hope on that right now today. Don't build your hope on the fact that you're going to have a successful business, that you're going to have a great marriage, that you're going to... Hopefully God will bless you with those things. No doubt about that. But set your mind, start building a foundation where your mind is set on the kingdom to come. And don't let your circumstances become your God. And she was in Colossians chapter 2, or I'm sorry, chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3. And if you go all the way through verse 17, 1 through 17, and you let that be your devotion today, it'll change your world. Colossians 1 through 7, or Colossians, what what is wrong with my number speaking? It's it's been a long week. (laughs) (laughs) Colossians 3. Verses 1 through 17 will change your whole life. Let that be like life paragraphs for you. Just read that, absorb that, get it into your heart and understand that you died with Christ. You no longer live, but Christ lives through you. And eternity starts for you today. We are already living eternally in Christ. We're just stuck in these flesh bodies that, well, mine's kind of a crushing disappointment (laughs) some days. You and me both, brother. So just let the Lord lift you up past your circumstances and let him be your God and don't let your circumstances impact you. That's going to do it for us this week. Remember, BibleIdiots.com is the website. Give your best gift right now to help support this outreach. We'd really, really appreciate it if you'd stand with us. It doesn't matter the amount. We're just grateful that some folks are starting to do that. And if you'd like to get in on the Friday mailbag, you're like, well, Chris, isn't it Friday and there's no mailbag? That's right, because you haven't sent a note yet. We have a couple notes, but you know we're holding them for for maybe next week. And I you're saving them up like your pennies. <laughs> and there's an email address in the upper left hand corner at bibleidiots.com. Thanks again for hanging out with us this week. On behalf of my best friend and bride Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.